Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dads and Dragons. So, first things first, get everything out of the way. We're going to go. Uh, remember that our Twitter handle is dad, no s, underscore dragons, and search for us on Facebook fairly easily at Dads and Dragons. Um, interesting show this week. We reverted back to classes after last week's successful show with the kids. Which yeah. I thought was good. Yeah, that's why right. I think we're going to have a look at. Um, we're going to break them down. I think we're going to do two a week because. Yeah, yeah. It would take hours to do them all, and this way we can kind of have a look at um, two classes a week. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that'd be the easiest way to do it. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed in myself this week. Are you? Yeah, I've been. Uh, you, you, we've we started this, and all week I've been practicing my podcast. Hello. Oh, and you didn't get to do it. Well, not that. You could do it now. No, no, I bottled it. Oh, did I, you? I should have done it, but I bottled it. I, I was given it all in the car. Uh-huh. People look Hello! Hey, 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 adventures. You yeah. know, I, I tried them all, but yeah, I just kind of gave everyone just a hello then, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Should we, should we come in again, or should uh, we, is, it, is the moment lost? Yeah, I think I, I think I might try again next week. Yeah, go for that. Yeah, yeah, fine. Just disappointed, really. Okay, so the bulk of this week's conversation, <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly on that is, bulk of this week's conversation is going to be, Jamie mentioned sort of three pillars of Dungeons & Dragons. And is this sort of a, this is sort of a commonly accepted three yeah. pillars? Yeah, it's in. I think it's in one of the books. It's, it's on lots of different um, podcasts and, and and other kind of blogs and stuff out there. And lots of people talk about how um, when they're especially with the character creation, is you want to look at the three pillars of of D and D, and they come under. Um, so you've got ex- exploration. It's pretty hard to say exploration. So it's about exploring, looking for lore, looking for dungeons, look, going out there, looking for those adventures. Then you have the combat side of things, which is fairly self-explanatory. What the tin, you know, are you a spellcaster? Are you going to be hand to hand? And then the final one is the social aspect of it, so which only, I think is my favourite. Yeah, and I think it's these three pillars are not just about your character in game; it's actually about you personally. So it's your, your character, you know, what, how at what level social you're going to be, or what you're going to do. But it's also about you as a person. So it's all about being that social side of things, getting around the table. So these three things should be... Your main... They are the main concern of the game, Of the game, yeah. Everything that you do within the game is, you know, if you're writing an adventure, if you're writing a homebrew, if you're you're doing a character, excuse me, all these different things should kind of come under these three pillars of D&D. So we're going to look at those... Those three pillars, while we're talking... And how they revert to our characters. Yeah, and how we kind of talk about our... um, our classes now this week's classes we're going to look at bards and wizards purely because they're our own purely because we have been playing them for a few weeks now yeah uh, selfishly we've pleased ourselves haven't we yeah at least we kind of maybe know a little bit about them yeah yeah because outside of this my, my experience of other classes is fairly fairly limited to be quite yeah, honest. Or, as we've always said from the start this is not a this is not a know-it-all channel, is it? No. This is a sort of design-build channel. And I, and I think that's where we kind of want to, you know, call it what you want, call it, call it a disclaimer, if you will. Yeah, yeah, Today yeah. Today we're going to talk, and that's all we're doing. We're just talking. It's our views. They could be wrong, you know, but what we'd rather... And, and to be fair, and, you know, this isn't because we've had... So it happened to us in the past. To be fair, everyone on Twitter has been really good, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. We spoke about... Uh, a few weeks ago, I talked about that kind of using goblins and minotaurs and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And someone kind of said, oh, have you read this book? And he actually pointed me towards, I think it's Vlod or Vod's Creature Guide or something like that, it's a book. 
So I had a quick look online and it's all there. So yeah, so this you know, is it. So it's a learning curve. Everything's it's a learning curve. A learning curve for again, all of us. again that's, that's what I love. I, that's what I love about it. And you are right. The, the everybody is mega mega friendly. I don't know if you remember, remember going into Games Workshop years ago. The guys in there, they're amazing. Oh yeah. All yeah. they want to do is help you. But I think this whole community, this whole sort of fantasy community, is proper proper friendly. I really oh, like it. Yeah, I do. And and I think especially when you've got, um, I, I well, I haven't played. ESO online for a long time because it's a really toxic world. You is know, it? Yeah, my boy plays uh, Fortnite. You know, it can be really quite toxic with if you haven't got the money to upgrade your bits and characters pieces and, and, and all this. And, and then it's checkbook playing, isn't it? Yeah. You know? And then you, you know, you know, with with that, it, it just takes away from the game if you if you've got some. It's not in the spirit, is yeah, it? If you've got some kid living in his mum's basement and he thinks he's better than you, it's nothing worse. But with the D and D kind of family and world, it's it's been. Fantastic. I certainly haven't felt anything like that in no, from here. No, not at all. Um, Should we go straight into Bard? Uh, yeah, well, actually, I was going to have a look at um, my find of the week. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to do... Do you know what? We really need a jingle, don't we? We do need a jingle. We, we actually, what we might need as well is uh, is like a producer or something. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a Carl... Well, when the channel gets massive... Yeah, like a Carl Pilkington or something like that. Yeah. That'll do, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, too right. Right, so my find of the week is actually a... Um, it's a program for your PC. Now, I don't know if it's on Mac, but I know it's on um, definitely on PC, and it's called Aurora. A-U-R-O-R-A. Now, if you Google Aurora Builder, it, uh, it's a little program. You pop it onto your, um, onto your PC. Now, I put it onto mine, and it helps you build characters, and it does a really nice um, character sheet at the end of it. So I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's hundreds of builders out there and all these different builds, but this one I like. I just like the look of it. You just particularly felt this one was you know, a good one when you um, when you kind of add all the spells and all the bits and pieces. It will add it onto the last page, and it will be like a proper little spell card. It won't just be what the spell is, and then you have to go look. Yeah, at the I spell. like that. And you know, it, it's just these little things and all your equipment. It will list all your equipment and how you can use it, and all this. And it, it's a really really good builder, and I thoroughly. Um, and, and again, there's no maps on it. You can have 100 characters on there if you really? want. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it is it free or is it paid it's for? It's free. No, it's free. But I mean, I mean they do have um, like, you know, a, a premium service. No, no, I don't think it's a premium service. But, you know, if you want to donate to, to the guy making it, it's only one guy who makes it. Um, have we got a name for him? I haven't. No, it's just, it just it just tells you, you know, that he, he's on his own doing it. It's uh, maintained by one developer. Um, because he would know, if, if we could get his name, he would know that he was he had arrived if we, met, if we mentioned it. You know? <laughs> he, he said the big leagues. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's a really, really good um, uh, a little bit program. And if you are a bit savvy with the computer, you can actually add files. People have kind of put files out there that you can add to it, which will have all these extra characters and all these extra bits and pieces. Like so that. yeah, it's a really, really great find. And, and we've been using it for a while, me and the kids. And they actually like going on there and making characters. Just making it up, see what, and, see what the computer spews out. Yeah, and they can like say, well, I'm going to try this this week. And that's kind of where their Dragonborns came from. Yeah, yeah. They, they were playing on it and they went, oh, this, this is really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They added stuff. So, uh, and I've actually started um, a Tiefling build as well. Yeah, you mentioned to me in the week, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just kind of toying around on it. Um, because obviously we've, we've, we've kind of fallen in love with them really. Yeah, the, the sort of mis the mystery of them sort of yeah. intrigued us. So, so I've, 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 I've looked at a Warlock. So I'm kind of playing around yeah. with him. So, but hope we'll talk about him in the future. Um, so yeah, so that's my find of the week. Excellent. I'm just going to give that a little lovely little. We we need some like sound effects. Yeah, we really need some sound effects, <laughs> don't we? 
Um, so, where did you want to go next with it? Well, we could um, talk about the classes. Let's get let's get straight let's into get the classes. Let's get straight into it. Um, so, bards. And where and we we were talking about how bards were going to fit into the three pillars, weren't we? Yeah. Now. And how both bo- all the classes were going to fit into the three what, pillars. What you'll find that we'll probably do, especially with these two uh, these two classes, is that we could probably talk about something and then relate that to our characters that we have. Like if we talk about a spell or we talk about yeah. something that they can do, I can say, oh, I did that once with this. Yeah. So um, we can uh, we can do that. Um, with bards, I okay, I'm, I'm going to be very very um, biased here, but I find bards are probably one of the most versatile characters out there. They're the most versatile classes. Yeah. Because they fit into these pillars really really easy. Um, social. Goes without saying. Yeah. They like they're talkers. They love music. They sing. Songwriters. They're everything about them is charisma, charisma, charisma. Yeah. So if you're yeah. building a bard, smash the charisma in there. Um, hence why, if you want to look at races for uh, a bard, you look at you look at tieflings. You look at um, half elves that actually have that added bonus of charisma already. Yeah. Uh, already in there. What I was going to say, just quickly, uh, th- th- especially as a dad's channel, if you're bringing your kids into this and you have a shy, sort of on-the-fence kid, brilliant character would be a bard. Because they are sort of almost compelled to talk, yeah. aren't they? And sort of be part of it. Yeah, they're the complete opposite of what... And I guess that's what fantasy gaming is, isn't it? It's you want to be... You don't want to be you. You want to be something or what you believe you could project yourself to become. Yeah, yeah. And I think with bards, I pick bard because... You know, I'm, I'm a wannabe Jack Black. You know, I love yeah. playing, running around with a guitar. Yeah. You know, singing the top of my voice. So, so I, I, I actually love playing a bard because it's quite, yeah, it fits you quite well. You, you know, are a, bit like of a bard. It. Yeah. Um, you know, I play guitar. You know, I play a little bit on the piano. So it's 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 oh, kind of stop. it's kind of it's kind of that natural thing to do, isn't it? And just and if you can bring like a guitar to the table, yeah, do it. Oh my god, just, that's such an asset. It's just so funny. We were playing uh, a few weeks ago online. And as everyone was kind of logging on to Discord, I was just stood there with my guitar. <laughs> and then everyone, as everyone's cameras kind of like turned on, they all start looking and they all just start laughing. And, yeah. and then straight away, great icebreaker. It, we were just, just, you know, everyone was just already happy, weren't they? Yeah, and, it and, was. And then I think that's what bards are about: is is that inspiration, is that um, just just bringing that kind of type of character to the to the play. Um, but yes, yeah, so the social. So if we look at the pillars of D and D, social, they fit in it. They live in it. They, they are social characters, they aren't they? They excel in that pillar because, yeah, they talk, they, they, they sing, they dance, they, they do all that kind of uh, kind of flamboyant stuff. Um, explore is the other pillar. So they're writing songs. They're writing um, lore. They're the ones going out there looking for history, looking for the next tale to tell. Yeah. You know, so yeah. They're exploring. They're natural explorers. They're out there looking for all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so yes, they fit right into that one as well. Yeah, they do. And then the final one again is, is combat. Now it depends how you build it. It depends on what college you go to, and you can we we'll talk about that in a minute. But with the combat, you can kind of have three kind of ways you want to go. You can have the spellcaster. Yeah. That sits at the back, just throwing in the spells. Yeah. Throwing in the blasts. You can have another type of spellcaster, which is buffering the other guys, putting off the enemy. 
given the other, given your guys enemy his, disruption. Yeah, you're disrupting the enemy. You're helping out your guys by giving them inspiration, healings, all that kind of stuff. And then the final one, which I really love, which is how I've built Andrell, is that he actually knows his way around a weapon. God bless him. God bless him. So he can actually not only get up into the into the into the fight, but he can do it with his bard ability, and it gets to the point where they actually can't hit you. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you're going in and you're gobbing off, yeah, so to speak, while hitting them with a sword, and then they and then everything's at a disadvantage for them, isn't everything. it? Everything, and it's and it's it's such a good way of, of playing your bard is being that bard that's mouthy, that is that's a, that could be offensive. It's how you want to go, yeah. but it's that like a scrum half bard. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna do a rugby team D and D, the scrum half is a bard because they just a. You're glad they're on your side, yeah. but they're just a nightmare because yeah. they're just going to wind everyone up. Yeah. And because of that, you do tend to find that you don't get hit much. Yeah. Um, and, and the team doesn't get hit as much because I, I remember when I thought it was a very bold move of you to choose Bard. A lot bolder than me to effectively play Gandalf. <laughs> because uh, from, from where I was considering, I just thought Bards were a bunch of Nancy boys. I, didn't, <laughs> I really didn't know where you were going to go with it. I was like... But you've got a guitar, like, you know, I, I've got magical flames bursting out my hands, but it's a really good character. I love it. And I wish I'd been a little bit more bold with my choice. <laughs> and yeah, and, and yeah, and it's funny, because we spoke about this a few weeks ago, how I struggled. The first couple of weeks of Andrew, I was like, oh my Yeah, God, you I really can't. did. You were very quiet that first session, weren't you? I didn't know how to play it, because I obviously played a half-orc paladin for the longest time. Run in, blood and guts. Yeah, stab, stab, hit, hit. <laughs> Yeah, you know, go and grab a beer. Yeah, and that's what, and I was very good at that. I was very good at taking the damage. I was yeah. very good at going in, swinging, back for tea and medals, and then, yeah, and then laugh at everyone else who did yeah. nothing. But all of a sudden, I was that guy who was kind of at the background. I didn't know when to run in. There was a couple of times I came very close to death because I yeah. forgot I was a bard. Yeah, and, and you go, just didn't play it. And I, how... and I ran in, and you know, yeah. the, the barbarian and our team just looked because what are you doing? Yeah, here? why are you next to me? Like? <laughs> you know, and uh, so yeah, so that that. Is is uh, is really difficult, but what I find really really cool about bards is what's in the book. Now um, I think we've got the book there. Yeah. Uh, now just the word of 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 the opening kind of uh, few things of bard is, is brilliant. I love this. Is um, in the world of D and D, words and music are not just vibrations of air, okay, but they're vocalizations with power of their own. So. What they're saying is that bards say that the multiverse of D&D was, was created by just speech. It was spoken, it was word. spoken, it was spoken into existence. existence yeah, and I, and I love that. I think that's so cool. Because, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, you can do however you want. If you're homebrew, it could be like two massive dragons had a massive fight and a big bang and all that. Yeah. It's up to you. I've heard so many different ones. But with this one, it's like how the words of creation Right. It was uttered into it was existence. Uttered into existence, and I think that's such a cool. I like that. Really cool. Like so that. if you look at that from a bard point of view, you are tapping into that. You yeah. are tapping into those vibrations, and that's where weaving you, into it. And that's where your power comes from. Now, a really good thing about D&D, they have specified that there are just people out there that play instruments. You're going to go to a bard. There's someone playing instrument. He might call himself a bard, but he is not a bard. Like yeah. how? Yeah. Adventure in Bard. Yeah. But these guys can 
you know, they can use their magic and they and they can use it in so many different ways. They can use it through their lutes, they or their their guitars, or or I, I heard someone talk about it once. Oh, let me get this right. He had a he had a paintbrush. Yeah. And he drew the spells in the air. Yeah. How cool is yeah, that? Yeah, that's brilliant. No matter what, they're an artist. They're artists. Yeah. So they they could be anything type thing. But I thought, what a cool way of even looking at it that's really cool like yeah. know, he's, he's doing runes or something in the air and yeah yeah magic yeah I like that but it's how they they tap into this um, ethereal world sort of thing yeah and it's almost like he can hear the vibrations of this yeah word. it's more than a song yeah in there he can tap into those vibrations and again channel it through however what he's doing um, so yeah, great. I, I love it, and I love that. I love it. It's such a cool, yeah. cool yeah. thing. Um, see, that is what my ignorance didn't see. I, I did not see bards like that. Because no. when you think of it like that, that they're like literally plucking, you know, verbal power out of the air. Yeah. That, that then they're suddenly. I don't want to call them a wizard because they're not. That they're they are they're unto themselves, and they. That yeah. is powerful. Then yeah. you know, because because their spell casting is is all to do with charisma. It takes it away from, like I say, the other spellcasters. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a different type of spellcaster. Um, so, yeah, so a great, a great, and, and it, it's up to you how you play it. It's up to you how you want to channel that. Personally, Andrell, the way we've played it is that he, a lot of his power comes through his, his, his instrument. Yeah. And a lot of his power comes through his talking. Yeah. Um, for instance, this week we were in the middle of a, a very dangerous camp. Yeah. That could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. You know, because afterwards the, the the DM revealed to us that he had been rolling off screen yeah. and revealed that we had survived ten rolls that the attack the camp would attack us. Yeah, and we and that was all through looking at it from a different angle. I didn't, I actually didn't pull my sword out once, even when um, we went into initiative. Yeah. My sword didn't come out. Yeah, because I looked at it from a different one. I'm starting to understand how to play yeah. this bard, and then for one instance. Um, the two, the, well, the reckless wizard and his, his other elf mother <laughs> decided to attack this where the prisoners were. Solo guard, wasn't it? Or know, a du- duo our, guard. Our barbarian was the other side of the camp setting fire to things. And then that, because I think we missed on a hit, or one of you guys missed on yeah, a I hit. Yeah, I missed on a hit. He managed to shout, we're yeah. under attack. So these, I mean, you had like two veterans and this, this We were going to get mullered, oh, This thing was walking over and it was going to hammer us. Yeah, there was no it. chance. So this bard, and I was very, very lucky where I managed to make a beeline for him. Intercept him. Charm him. Yeah. And lead him the opposite direction. Yeah. And yeah. it was, it just changed the game. Yeah, it did. Completely. Oh, we'd have, we, it would have been over. There, there was absolutely no chance of escape from that no. point, was there? No. We were surrounded by hundreds of enemies. Yeah. And I think for the first time I used, like I said, I didn't, didn't pull my sword out once. I I used one where I made noise somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, they, no, they, yeah, you, they they yeah, you, they kind of went and checked that out. Yeah, so you that, definitely played chess, not checkers, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, and it was and it was such a different way to play, and I really enjoyed it. So I'm kind of looking forward to tomorrow night, Sunday. So yeah, oh yeah, of course, yeah. So fine. anyway, so let's have a quick look at uh, a quick build for a bard. Um, so charisma should always be your highest ability score. So again, half elves, tieflings are great for this. Uh, it should then really kind of be followed by dexterity. Those are the two that you kind of yeah. really need to have a look at. Yeah. Um, cantrips. I've got to talk about cantrips. Like, you get a cantrip that no one else gets. 
It's called Vicious Mockery. Um, and it's hilarious. This is so much fun. You can go, you can be dark if you want to be, or you can just be funny, or you can actually just go around and, and, and look at a dragon and, and call him a poopy, smelly face. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's up to you how you yeah. do it, but the outcome's always the same. Right? <laughs> now, yeah. with Andrell, I've gone down the option of just being offensive, like yeah. full-blown offensive, and the damage dice isn't massive, yeah. Uh, the damage life isn't massive, but what it does give us is a um, a really good next throw. So I think the damage is something like one d four. So it's not much psychic damage, but what it does do on their next on their next attack roll, they're on a disadvantage straight away. Yeah, psychological damage. So psychological it? damage. So that really helps yeah so and it, it adds up because that's like they are psychologically damaged so when they are trying to attack one of the other members of the team the bard excluded they are psychologically damaged they're at a disadvantage to the rest of your team yeah, as yeah, well yeah it's not just me and it everyone. really adds up mathematically yeah, so it's a really really good cantrip um other things that they get they get bardic inspiration which is is brilliant you can um you can give a d6 i believe to someone Yes, and on, they, on a failed roll as well. Yeah, can't they, you? so they can use it at all these different things. And I think that goes up then in the levels. They get like two, two or three. Oh no, the dice goes up like dice A or dice ten. That's a really good one to have, um, and you can use it per long rest, the number times equal to your charisma modifier. I've got plus four, plus five on my charisma modifier. So that means you get five bardic so inspiration. between long rest, I get five. So I've got basically five dice that I can give out. I can have one myself or I can give it out to all the other guys. Wow. Which is really cool. We haven't used a lot of that, have we? No, no, I think I gave it to Laura once, didn't I? And she yeah. used it. Um, but it does help. Starting at second level, you get jack of all trades, which is a great thing to have. It kind of ups your skill. You're so really you, waiting to get into that. Well, you what you did get into that, didn't yeah, you? That's that, you, isn't it? That helped me quite a lot yeah. last week. With with all my proficiencies, I um, you take half of your proficiency bonus, rounded down. So if that's if it's odd, but mine's lucky. Mine's I think mine's plus four, plus two. So I get yeah plus two. So I get to add plus one to all my skills. So all my saving throws get plus one straight away. Yeah, that's good, isn't which it? Which is really good. So yeah. if I'm if I'm a slight hand, I get an extra one point on that. Yeah. So really, really kind of just. And that could be the difference. Yeah, you're not proficient in everything, but you kind of know everything. Yeah. You know, if you're kind of um, opening a lock on a door. You don't know how to do it. You might have watched someone do it, so you have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. idea gives you that plus one or two. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is a really good thing. Um, and you also have song of rest, which is really, really cool. Which, if you're having a short rest, you everyone could then roll one d six. That was helpful last week. I think we used As, that, didn't yes, we? So everyone had their hit dice. Everyone rolled yeah. their hit dice, and then they rolled a d six. Yeah. And it pretty much pulled us all up to yeah, that. Could, yeah, because we're pretty we're all pretty low level at the moment, and that really did make the difference. Yeah. Which meant the next session was that little bit much more easier and yeah. enjoyable. Because sometimes you can get a bit tense when you're on the edge of losing a character. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not nice. <laughs> um, and the final thing I want to really talk about then is the Bard College. So at the third level, you get into the Bard Colleges. Now I can go on about all the other levels, but I'm not really going to go inside. So we'll maybe talk about that down the line. Yeah. But a Bard College is the one in the books. I mean, there's probably hundreds of different ones out there, but the ones in the books are College of Law, College of Valor. So College of Law is um, you know something about most things. You know you're collecting bits of knowledge. Again, a jack of all. Going out there, you get more bonus proficiencies in things, um, and you get uh, you know you learn more stuff, which is 
you know, I think you can pick up something called magical secrets. I think you get an additional magical secrets, which basically means you can learn a spell from a different class. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Bards, wow. bards get that anyway at level 10, but in College of Law, you get that again. Wow. So you can learn two spells of someone else's. That's, that's amazing, isn't it? Because you kind of know things. Yeah. You kind of learn things. And then the other one, the College of Valor, is um, basically you're a bit more heroic. You, you get the sword, you get proficiency in kind of medium armor, uh, shields, kind of weapons, which was massive for Andrel. Which one are you going for at level 10? I was at what? Magical Secret? Yeah, oh, I no. Don't know yet. Oh, no, 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 this is the college at level 3. Because oh, right. I've gone for um, College of Valor, so that means now. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, remember, yeah. I took that massive jump in. Yeah, that's right, because. In armor yeah, class. level three, all of a sudden you came back because you were worse than useless level one and two. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, that wasn't all the bard's fault. No. You played and made a few unusual choices and it didn't go your way. But level three, it was just like you were. The character was coming along amazingly, yeah, wasn't it? Because you get you get proficient in medium armor and shields, so straight away my armor class went straight up to yeah. shopping, didn't we? What, yeah, what is it now? Is it 18? Well, I, I can tell you, it, it's probably closer to 17, I think, now. Good God. Yeah, it's quite good. And then, obviously, then on top of that, I then came proficient then with, with a sword. So, yeah, it's a really, really good... Um, I, I love the character. I think it's one of those characters that's really, really versatile. It's really, really um, fun to play. And being biased that I am, I think it's... Uh, great start in the uh, character yeah I, I gotta say it. I think you've played it wonderfully I thought the I thought the I thought you were crazy the first time you chose a bard <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> um, well that, that was that was your thoughts on a yeah, bard then? yeah and uh, rumour has it now this is a rumour yeah that you actually have spell of the week I do I I researched thoroughly thoroughly thunderclap half an hour ago Half an hour ago, <laughs> I, and, and by what I mean by that is, is that I read the card that you bought me for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, w without further ado, I'm going to talk about Thunderclap, and, 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 and more, more than that, I'm going to talk about how Thunderclap, my personal experience with Thunderclap, because we, it, it affected us very profoundly on a recent mission we had. Didn't well, it? we've you've used it twice now. Yeah. One was hugely successful. Yes. And then the second time you use it, because it was so successful, yeah, it went horribly wrong. It went horribly wrong. Our, our, our DM, the, the guy that we played uh, Dungeons and Dragons with, is super clever, but he is super strict, isn't he? <laughs> he knows his games. He yes. really does. Bryn, our, our, our lovely friend Bryn, who will, I'm sure, be a guest on the show one day. But he is a stickler, isn't he, for the rules? He is very... Uh, and I like that. I like that. But to be fair, we have thrown him a few curveballs, especially the Bard has, you have. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's dealt with that very well. Yeah, he's done brilliantly. Well, where I was going with that, the first the first time I used Thunderclap, it, because it, I think it is almost outbalancedly powerful for a level one wizard, wasn't it? I think it's a cantrip as well, isn't it? Yeah, it was. it is... It is absurdly powerful, and we we nearly I well I nearly wiped out a, a young family, didn't I? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah on after, the first time, as a level one wizard, your nickname was Teclis the Orphan Maker. Yes, that's right. Yeah, nearly, I, but the mum survived. Yeah, thank goodness, <laughs> thank goodness she survived. It was without ill intent that I hit her, um, but it fortunately only killed what it was supposed to kill. The second time I used it, which I thought this is going to be 
This is gonna be amazing. I'm just gonna wipe out like five characters. They were all stood. We were gonna hold you shoulder high. Yeah, and I, uh, Jamie was gonna be playing the loot. I could, you know, I could feel the medals on my chest already. <laughs> and then, and I used it. And I think I killed one or two. Um, what was it that I killed? It was those dragon amber streaks or something. I can't remember what they were called. Cultists or something. Like yeah, cultists. Yeah, cultists. And uh, Bryn, quite rightly so, informed me that Thunderclap is heard for many, many, many hundreds of metres around, <laughs> isn't it? And oh, let's 100 have, feet 100 away. 100 feet away. I think, actually, Bryn on the occasion said that it was heard 300 feet away, <laughs> which we have no choice but to observe because he's the DM. <laughs> and uh, ensued thereafter the biggest fight and brawl we'd had. We, it took the entire session, didn't we it? We were level two and... Um, I know this is meant to be obviously a, a, a family channel, but does anyone have ever seen the episode of Lord, not Lord of the Rings, of Game of Thrones, the Battle of the Bastards? Yes. It was like that. It, yeah, it really it was. It was just wave it was after blood and wave war after and wave. Yeah. It re- they, they, because we were stood around the sort of epicenter of where we were arriving at we need to be, the DM had fairly obviously guarded it quite well and... Um, yeah, it was a bloodbath, yeah. wasn't it? But, yeah, it was great fun, but it's a really good spell. I like it. For a low-level spell, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. And in the wrong hands, <laughs> Teclis being the wrong hands, <laughs> ill-controlled. Um, it has a casting time of one action, a range of... Um, it's a five-foot radius, uh, and that anyone inside the five-foot radius has got to take a constitution te- test mm. check, haven't they? Because it is... It is perceived as being that loud. Um, it's the duration uh, of the cast is instantaneous. And I think I'll just go ahead and just read the little piece. Yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uh, You create a burst of thunderous sound, which can be heard 100 feet away. Each creature, other than you, within five feet of you, must make a Constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 1d6 thunder damage. It is absolutely devastating. In, in the right hands. Controlled, safe, <laughs> licensed hands. And do you know what? We talk about that story about where it all went horribly wrong and we woke up the whole of the enemy and they came yeah. flying over. We, we, ma- we managed it. We did, we, yeah. we did manage it. You had a really good session that time, didn't yeah, you? I, I, that I was sat- your first level three, I think, wasn't no, it? No, no, no. We were level two, I think. I think. Or did, was it after that session that you yeah. became level three because yeah, we killed someone? Yeah, yeah. And... I think what happened was, what made it funny, was I think I might have, was that when I passed out? I can't remember, it was it was, it was was hairy, but we made it. And again, because we've got some really good role players in the team, you just piped up at the end, kind of rubbed your hands together and went, well that was easy, wasn't it? And like kind of, in a, in a true techless, high elf, horror, smug. smug way, and everyone just kind of looked at you and just shook it, and we just had so much hate for you. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty poorly managed. It was, that it was a good two-hour battle, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, in fact, it consumed the entire session, didn't it? Pretty much the battle. Yeah. Because we was we were all being very sneaky to start with. You know, we were all sort of like jumping over the walls and and making stealth checks, and we were all doing it very by the book. And we were just going to sneak into this gate where the chapel. Well, we we eventually found out that the hostages were being held. Well, they weren't hostages. Villagers. The villagers, villagers were yeah. being held. And thunderclap just ruined everything, didn't everything. it? So so my advice. For spell of the week, thunderclap. That is, is use it sparingly. 
Is, yeah. that, is that the right way yeah. to say? Maybe not when you're in the middle of a town that's full of the enemy. Yeah, use it when all hell has broken already loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't let that be your first spell. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Absolutely class. Right then. So, um, so we go, go on about carry on about wizards. That, yeah, no, we might, well, that actually kind of like brings thunderclap to an end. Thunderclap to an end. Talk about spells. Let's talk about the original spellcasters. Okay, so wizards have always been my favourite characters. That is why I'm so disappointed in myself that I have <laughs> taken it as my character. I really feel like I phoned my choice in. Thing is, with that, like you say, I don't think. You cannot have a fantasy book, a fantasy game, anything without a wizard in it. Wizards are, you know... They're, they're almost... I don't know. They're, they're, the the story is built around, for me, wizards. Yeah, I don't know. They are, you've got to have one in your club. You've got to have one in your pie. You know, even go back to when they were writing stories about King Arthur. He had a wizard. Yeah. Wizards are around. They are, they are fantasy. Yeah. But, but, but again, without bards, we wouldn't know about any of these stories. Just well, to, you know. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, no, wizards for me are the quintessential um, Lord of the Rings, Gandalf kind of adventurers. I don't know. For me, it, wiz wizards were, they're everything for me. I, Teclis is a famous uh, wizard from Warhammer, a high elf. Um, wizard, and it, uh, that, that's what I wanted to play. That, that's what I wanted to do, and that's, why, and that's where I went with it. I promise next time I will choose something more imaginative. <laughs> but that this for this time, and I'm loving it. It's great. I love who Teclis has become. Um, yeah, it's I great. think because yeah. you've changed him up a bit to be a bit more reckless, a bit more yeah. loose. He's cannon. not Gandalf, is he? He's actually his own. Yeah. Well, he's, he's an idiot, to be honest, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> I actually think he got kicked out of his college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, that's kind of where I went with the story, actually, is that on your bit, on your behest, that I said that we were, we were talking about it, and we were saying, well, why on these all these different colleges? You know, if you've come out of that college and then you start at level one, we always thought that was a bit odd, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Whereas. I like the idea that I was kicked out of my college. <laughs> uh, it's probably quite likely that happened. No, I don't think you've been kicked out. I think because you don't get your college tour. Or what is it they get? They get a is it a school or a? Yeah, you get a school. So basically, what? there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight schools. But I think with Techless, I think what happened is that you've been spent sent on work experience. Yeah, they, they've they've said <laughs> you're not Techless, your... We've got a lovely little job for you. <laughs> uh, he was already in the Fuzz Buzz Club as it was. So you know what I mean? He was. <laughs> It's almost like it's almost like they've. Uh, you're not going to get your NVQ and spellcasting until you go into <laughs> some work experience with these guys over here. Yeah. How can we get him out of the building, <laughs> semi permanently? Thunder clapping all yeah, over the place. Yeah, thunder clapping everywhere. You know, you know, it's it's people that know a little bit that are dangerous, aren't they? <laughs> and it, that, that's what he is, I think. Yeah. And I love I love that that he's like a bit of a rogue and all the rest of it. But no, wizards for me are brilliant. They're the sort of like. I, I always imagine myself like scrolling through parchment and you know studying over candlelight and I, I really like that kind of side of it and everything it's it's brilliant for me cool. so talk through the, the three pillars of the yes of course so I've, 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 how I would they fit in that so socially wizards I don't think are particularly apt at social parts of it I think they um, I think they leave depending on how, what the dynamics of your party are I think wizards are not particularly social they're more sort of like 
loners almost, but they still have a part to play in the social dynamics, you know? Yeah. You know, if, if you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't send Teclis into a conversation rather than Andrell, you know? Yeah. But if that's all you've got, you have to socially interact. That's D&D. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I was going with that anyway. It, it, they're not... I think they're more sort of introverted than extroverted. Yes, yes. Um, so, but again, that depends how you play your character and how you role play, how you role play your character. So, for me, that that's how I can only refer to Teclis because that's the only wizard I've got. But that's how he wouldn't fit particularly well socially in that yeah, situation. Yeah, I find you don't find many wizard leaders unless, no. you, unless you're playing Gandalf. Yeah, unless, unless you're Gandalf and. And even then, Gandalf was renowned for being grumpy and ill-tempered, like all wizards are. Like, yeah, you know, well, yeah. again, I'm saying all wizards, I'm pigeonholing there. That's not necessarily true. It depends how you roleplay it, but I would not send him into a social situation if Andrell or a bard was with me. Like, yeah. they don't have the, uh, the role skill well, they for don't it. The charisma. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. have the charisma for it. Yeah, exactly that. So, uh, exploration. I think I think wizards are, uh, are excellent explorers. Well, I think it's similar to bards. They're looking for the lore. They're looking for the the, yeah. the parchment, as you say. Exactly. They're that, looking yeah. for that stuff. They're looking for the next big spell or the next big yeah big adventure or yeah. whatever it is. You know, I think I think they fit quite well. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, the, uh, the disclaimer start. I don't know the nuts and bolts and the mechanics of how wizards fit into exploration uh, in terms of their fit, like their numbers, their mathematics, but. I feel like a wizard is fit, perfectly fits an exploration role, you know? Yeah, I know, definitely, because, again, like I say, they're looking for that lore. They're looking for the scrolls of of spells and, and, and spell casting. So, the, yeah. yeah, of course they would. Yeah, I can, absolutely. I think they're, they're great. Uh, and combat. As for combat, I think they speak for themselves, don't they? I mean, um, they they really are... They really should be somewhat... If, if, if a wizard is in there, a wizard is, is pretty much going to be some of the backbone of your fighting dynamic you know yeah. so there's a you know you, you're pretty much going to be st- a little bit standoffish it's not like barbarian running blood of blood and guts but you are you are dealing some very serious damage from a distance you know um, and i think also you can help buff as well i mean you you know you have yeah, you know, exactly. healing and you know yeah. against how depends how you play it yeah there's a couple of different ways to go and the, the, the few different colleges you've got a college of uh, abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment, evocation, illusion, necromancy, and transmutation. Necromancy? Uh, yeah. That's quite dark. That caught my eye earlier on. Literally, as I was re- researching for this podcast, it, necromancy caught me. I think if I was ever to play a wizard again, and it might be a long time before that comes back around again, but I think I would go necromancy. I think that's really dark. That's really dark. I, I like, like that. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Like sort of a dark elf kind of like... Um, yeah, I, I really like that angle. Um, but yeah, combat for me, uh, obviously I've had Thunderclap. And I, I mean, the list of spells for a wizard, it, it is endless. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to reel them off now. I mean, I could read them out of the book, but that's not going to make for good podcasting. It is, you, you can do anything. You can absolutely do anything. Yeah, you can yeah. fit into a party anyhow. You can play it however you want. Um, yeah, I think they're absolutely amazing. I think wizards are brilliant. I think they're a fantastic character to play. What about races? How how would you pick your race? Because what is your spell casting? What do you need? What, what are you... intelligence? Intelligence. Is, intelligence is the is the is the is your spell casting. Um, 
yeah. quick for a quick yeah yeah so you can uh, make you can make a wizard we can talk about quick build i'm just going to read this out here you can make a wizard quickly by following these suggestions firstly intelligence should be your highest uh score uh, ability score followed by constitution or dexterity uh so and, high elves straight away high elves high brilliant elves. they're great they've got the, the intelligence there straight away yeah, yeah exactly so that's going to help you mathematically and actually, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure which races would fit that. Well I, know, well, I know humans have a plus one uh, on their intelligence as well. So, so that, they, again, that's so going to be good. So, you got, so, yeah, so, yeah, so there's a few out there that have got that intelligence. Yeah, to away. back up the numbers. Yeah. So, yeah, other than that, I, wizards, they're great. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Don't really know what else to say. No, well, I think we kind of hit, hit the nail on the head there when you said about how... You know, I, I remember the old cartoon of D&D where it was, um, there's always a wizard. You've got to have a wizard. Yeah. Everyone, Someone's got to shoot fire out of their hands. Yeah, everyone's got to heal. Everyone's got to yeah. have that kind of spell. Cast. Start the campfire when it's yeah. wet logs. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, um, yeah no, I think they're, they're, they're great. You've got to have, everyone's got to have one. And I know what you're saying about, oh, I haven't really kind of uh, thought out of the box here, but I don't think our team would do as well without him. Without a wizard, yeah. You know, you yeah. need to balance, and we talked about this, about having that... Balance is key. About having that first session, so session 1.5 uh, well, or 0, whatever yeah. you call it, where you sit around and, you know, if everyone's going to say, right, we're all going to be paladins, you go, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. You need, yeah. you know, need this. Okay, we're all going to be bards. Got to cover you a know, couple of different bases. Yeah, I mean. so you need the tank, you need the hitter, you need you need someone, the two or three from the back that are, that are throwing in the... the um, Throwing in the, you know, the arrows and the spells. Missiles, then you've got yeah. the, you know, the bard who's doing the talking and all that. So it's it's having that balance. It's having that balance again. Going back to those three pillars of D and D, you've got to have someone who's going to be strong at the social side of things. Then you've got to have you know the exploration side of things. So someone who's there looking for all the lore and all that investigation side of things. And then you have the combat guys. If you can hit that in every single one with a yeah. party, yeah, you're going to do all right. You're going to do okay. You're going to yeah. have a really good time. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you don't want any black holes in your party where you haven't got anyone that hasn't got any charisma, you haven't got anybody that hasn't got any spellcasting. Don't do not do that. No. Don't do that. No, get it, get out there. Um, so yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of our first session on classes. Really I think neatly, was, yeah. Yeah, really neatly. What we'll do is that we'll think about what the next one's going to be. Yeah, or maybe, or maybe we could wait for, if we could get just two suggestions on Twitter yeah go for it let us know you know and then let let the people decide <laughs> and then if we don't get any feedback we'll choose ourselves yeah yeah yeah. because obviously there's like probably just millions be... of people listening to this show so oh well yes I can't even although I can't pop down for milk now yeah and, it's, and we've lost our anonymity haven't we? <laughs> what have we um, what are we up to we're up to um, nearly 200 Twitter followers now I know it's crazy isn't it yeah not far yeah. off yeah I, I really like that I know yeah so hit that like button, you know what I mean? <laughs> hit that follow button, man. Excellent. Uh, yeah, so most of all, guys, keep enjoying yourself. Keep enjoying the game. Have fun. Like we said, it's not, there are rules, but hey, just, just keep going for it. And, and that's, I think, what's the fun thing about it is how you can bend the rules, how you can, you know, flip characters and races on their head yeah. and just go for Don't it. worry too much no, about it. Um, we didn't. When, we, when no. we first started, I am absolutely sure we played it wrong. Yeah. It was still fun. But 
the kids are still playing, so who cares? Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, it we, really doesn't matter. We've hooked them in, and every now and again, we'll we'll discover a rule that we've been doing wrong. So yeah. we'll just introduce that. Yeah. And the kids don't care. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So brilliant. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you yeah. for listening. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, re- uh, we're really enjoying this, so we're just going to keep it coming. Excellent. Take uh, care, guys. Take care now.